Welcome to the Modern Math Teacher Podcast, the podcast that will help you use today's best teaching strategies to ignite and excite your students in math class and maybe even make it the best part of their day. Hey, I'm Kristen Moore, a longtime believer that math is so much more than just solving fracks. I went from teaching straight from a textbook to implementing project-based learning and boosting student engagement in my class each and every day along the way. I'm here to give you the PD you need to successfully do the same with your students. Are you up for it? Let's do this. Hey there, math teacher. Are you ready to transform your secondary math classroom into a hub of excitement, critical thinking, and real-world application? One where you'll never have to hear, when am I ever going to need this again? All right, well, you are in the right place, my friend. In today's podcast, we're going to explore the power of project-based learning, aka PBL, my favorite subject in the secondary math classroom. It's a practice I've been using in my classes for over a decade, and today I'm going to share with you three compelling reasons why now is the perfect time to dive headfirst into PBL. Grab your favorite beverage. Let's get ready to unlock the true potential of your students' mathematical minds. Let's get to it. We want to begin by talking about some of the benefits of project-based learning in the high school and middle school math classrooms. So first up, let's talk about student engagement. PBL encourages active participation and ownership of learning through creation of need-to-know questions that are going to drive their learning and lead them to uncover connections that neither of you knew existed. In project-based learning, after you've launched into the project, the students need to develop their own questions, and those are the questions that they're going to be continuously answering throughout the project process. They're really taking ownership of this part of the project. PBL encourages active exploration and application of the math topic at hand. Some of my favorite projects that have sparked student interest We're a study on cross-cultural connections between geometry and art, and it was a really great opportunity to develop some global awareness and an appreciation of other cultures. Another project fave that comes to mind was a a Change the Challenge project. It was based on the ASL Ice Bucket Challenge, where my students then explored the power of exponential growth and going viral as they raised awareness for a cause of their own choosing. And I also had a statistics-based debate project where students brought the Change My Mind mean to life. In each of these, my students were able to take more ownership and actively engage with the math content as they work through that project. Now, in addition to boosting student engagement, students are also going to be developing critical thinking skills. PBL promotes problem solving, logical reasoning, and analytical skills. These are the highly sought after skills from employers that a traditional sit and get approach just isn't going to empower my students to learn. Whereas in the real world, We aren't given a perfect scenario where we can identify all the variables and have all the information except for one thing and we plug and chug and find it. Nope. In the real world, we have to sift through data and information, determine what's important, create our own model, and use our reasoning and quantitative literacy skills to help us find a solution. And that's the same process your students are going to use when they're engaged in project-based learning. And lastly, clearly, math is connected to the real world when you are using project-based learning. PBL allows students to see the practical relevance of math in their lives, and it helps them to answer that age-old question, when am I ever going to need this? PBL done right will empower your students to identify not just real-world applications of mathematics, like, you know, the ones you find in your textbook, but actual scenarios that are relevant to your students' lives so they can begin to really see why it's important for them to learn it. Not just when, but why. Some projects that my students and I have done that had really direct connections to their lives include a packaging project where we worked to identify the waste and materials used in packaging to redesign packaging that was more environmentally friendly uh, and reduced our use of materials 
in our planet and in our area. And that really helped us as we were starting to look at why we needed a recycling program for our school. Then there was a going viral epidemic project that um, we had a table after a few years because we were actually mid-project when uh, COVID hit in 2020. So that got too real too fast, but that was another one where we were very clearly able to see when and why we were going to use that. And one favorite that's come about recently is the Save for Success project, where students are investigating their actual future careers, and they look at real different loan options in their area and figure out the actual cost of attendance for them to pursue their dream school in the next two years, right? So my students are juniors. That's something they're actually thinking about for their future. Projects like this that go in depth and allow students to really think about their lives from a mathematical perspective help deepen their understanding of the content, sure. But really, more importantly, it shows them the importance of having mathematical reasoning and problem-solving skills as a tool in their toolbox. So PBL is clearly great, but as amazing as PBL is, I know that it isn't all sunshines and rainbows. PBL is an amazingly impactful tool for sure, but there's a few challenges we're going to have to learn to navigate. Don't worry, my friend, it is nothing you can't handle. So the first challenge I want to talk about is time management. Timing is always an issue when it comes to designing PBL. Timing is always an issue when it comes to designing PBL. How long should your project be? How long is too long? Will the time allowed be enough for my students to really gain a deep understanding of the content? These questions are ones that are rattling around your mind. And yes, I promise you it's going to be okay. And your students will walk away with more confidence to implement these problem-solving techniques beyond the word problems that you've used in the past. When it comes to keeping time with PBL, it's really important to break your project down into manageable chunks. We call these milestones in the PBL world, and in each milestone is going to have its own deadline. So there's no more six-week-long projects with just one end due date. Oh, no, 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 my friends. We need to take that project, break it down into its natural milestones. Those are the big learning goals along the way. Then we're going to break those down into their key learning outcomes and use that to design lessons, assessment, and project components, each with their own deadlines. That way, we're keeping everyone moving forward and meeting the learning goals while also meeting our big deadline for the end of the project. And, you know, speaking of assessments, you can naturally include project-based assessments within your existing class schedule. So if you've built a unit that is typically going to take you 21 days, You are just going to take that unit plan, and now you're going to design a project that's going to last you 21 days. We just thought we're breaking it down into milestones, and so within each milestone, you're going to take your curriculum and maybe rearrange some of the learning so that it fits the scope of the project. I've been known to switch sections two and four before. Really, it's just what's going to make the most natural sense for your project. It still all gets done in that same time frame. Remember, PBL is a journey and it's not just the final outcome. So we aren't really just replacing that two days at the end of the unit where you have a review and a test. You're replacing the entire unit with this PBL. And by making the mini deadlines, you're helping hold students accountable while making sure that you are still going to make it through your pacing guide on time. Now, another common challenge is all about the actual assessment of student learning throughout the project. Since you're not just doing a quiz or a test at the end, teachers want to know, How do I know what's happening? So as I said, you're not just using a test at the end. That covers all the learning objectives and chances are that your students aren't going to need every single learning objective from the PBL unit to create and implement their final product. We know that they aren't going to need every single individual skill, but they'll need what they've learned holistically from that project as they work towards their final product. So how do we know that our students have actually learned? Well, 
we're going to align our project-based assessments within the curriculum standards and the learning objectives. Remember those milestones we were just talking about? Each milestone has its own milestone marker. These are smaller assessments that are baked into the project that do address all of the major learning targets students were expected to master within that milestone, within that chunk of learning. And within each milestone, you've also got the opportunity to assess micro learning targets on an individual lesson level using any assessment method that you're already familiar with, whether that's warm-ups, exit tickets, you name it, you can use it. PBL is really great for gathering assessment because it provides you with a whole host of assessment opportunities naturally. By thinking of these and planning them out in advance, you can create rubrics to help you ensure that your students are meeting learning objectives, and you can gather student evidence in the form of milestone marker portfolios to get a more holistic view of the learning that's gone on in your classroom, way more than a one-and-done test. Listen, we've talked about how transformative PBL can be and how to overcome two of the most common challenges, timing and assessment. Now, let's get real for a minute. Now is the ideal time to try PBL in the secondary math classroom. Why? Well, we're in the digital age, my friends, and PBL can capitalize on the power of technology to benefit all that are involved. From being able to be adapted to online and hybrid learning environments, to being able to use AI to help design the PBL unit itself, technology has really broken down barriers that previously prevented PBL from being as powerful or accessible as it could be. We chatted in a previous episode about the power of AI to support math lesson planning. We can take that power up one step further to help us work through the PBL design process. Using the gold standard project planner as your guide, you can use ChatGPT to help you create a full project plan ready to go with your students in as little as one prep period. Don't have the gold standard project planner just yet? Make sure to go ahead and grab it by heading over to morethanjustx.com slash project planner. All right. Additionally, AI can help you create the actual performance tasks and the project components to support your PBL implementation. Go listen to episode one and check the show notes to see some of the real tasks I've designed using chat GPT. While technology can't help us create all things PBL, we want to think about how powerful PBL can be at transforming the student's experience too. So since COVID, the game of education has been rapidly changing, but what hasn't changed, at least not for the better, is the amount of anxiety that our students have around math. PBL can actually help alleviate math anxiety by providing a more hands-on, engaging learning experience. It provides a low-risk, high-reward atmosphere for students who are able to engage in the learning process more at their own pace and with the support of being able to take their work in a direction that innately interests them. When they're interested in learning, they feel more capable of doing the math, and as they prove that they can do it, they grow in their confidence. By working on projects that have tangible connections to their lives, students can see the practical applications of math and understand its relevance. This contextualized approach helps to demystify math and reduce that anxiety by showing students that math is not just some abstract subject, but it's really a tool that they can use to solve everyday problems. As students engage in these hands-on meaningful projects, they develop a deeper understanding of the math concepts, again, leading to increased confidence and decreased anxiety. Additionally, PBL often involves collaborative group work, fostering a supportive and inclusive classroom environment. Working together on math projects allows students to share ideas, discuss problem-solving strategies, and support one another in their learning journey. This collaborative approach can help alleviate math anxiety by reducing the pressure of individuals and creating a space where students feel comfortable seeking help and clarifying their understanding. Through collaboration, students can learn from their peers, they gain different perspectives on math problems, and they build confidence in their abilities, ultimately, again, reducing any anxiety associated with tackling math challenges alone. 
By incorporating real-world relevance and promoting a collaborative learning environment, PBL can create a more positive and supportive atmosphere in the high school math classroom, helping students not just overcome math anxiety and embrace the subject with enthusiasm, but also to promote some of those same skills that are going to equip them for the modern workforce. And there you have it, my math teacher friends. We've journeyed through the powerful world of project-based learning in the secondary math classroom. From the benefits of PBL, like boosting student engagement, developing critical thinking skills, and connecting math to the real world, to strategies for overcoming challenges of time management and assessment, we've explored the path to PBL success. Now let's talk about the present moment. Today is the day to seize the opportunity and dive headfirst into PBL. Why? As I said, we're in the digital age, my friends, and technology has shattered the barriers that once held back PBL's full potential. Whether it's adapting PBL for online and hybrid learning or utilizing AI to design and support PBL units, the digital landscape offers unprecedented opportunities to enhance student experiences and outcomes. Even more than that, PBL can be a game changer when it comes to alleviating math anxiety. This is an issue that's persisted, especially since the COVID-19 pandemic. By making math hands-on, engaging, and relevant to student lives, PBL provides that low-risk, high-reward environment where students can explore their interests and build confidence in their math abilities. Collaboration and real-world problem-solving help students overcome their anxiety, foster a sense of capability, and develop the skills that they need for the modern workforce. So much more than working through a series of problems within your textbook. So my dear math teacher friends, let's embrace the power of PBL in our secondary math classrooms. Let's transform math education into an exciting adventure of discovery and relevance. Take that leap of faith, explore the possibilities, and witness the positive impact that it's going to have on your students' lives. Together, we can empower the mathematicians of tomorrow and make math an irresistible journey of growth and success. Stay passionate, stay inspired, and keep igniting those mathematical minds. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. I can't wait to continue our exploration of innovative teaching practices in future episodes. Until next time, remember that you are the change maker in the classroom and your dedication makes a difference. Keep pushing those boundaries and inspiring greatness with your students. If you're ready to dive into all things PBL, let's do this. If you're ready to chat it up with other math teachers who are excited, make sure that you join the Facebook group, The Modern Math Teachers Movement. We are a movement of teachers making PBL happen. If you're ready to go all in and create your first PBL unit, check the show notes for all the ways that you can learn with me. And if you've got questions or you're shy to get started, make sure you hit me up in the DMs on Instagram. I'm always up for chatting all things PBL. Till next time, friends, keep it real. Thanks for tuning in to find out today's tips and tricks. Continue the conversation and join the movement to boost student engagement and make math more meaningful inside the Modern Math Teachers Movement on Facebook. Till next time, keep it real. Keep it real.